get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to the 82nd episode of the What Up Though Podcast. Yep. So, we ended last week. <laughs> still, I still kind of laugh about it because I actually read the article afterward. It was still even as funny. Uh, what article? The article on pegging. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of feet. Not a lot, but a lot relative to our popularity. <laughs> about, how, about how wild that was yeah that was a, a pretty interesting episode if you get a chance listen to last <laughs> week we talked about a uh subject called pegging which was um pretty much a a woman wearing a dildo um on men so yeah it was weird yeah fucked up we'll just let that be all at the same time but you know it anyhow exists. another another week new topic so yeah before we were yeah. Before we started recording, we were, uh, damn, my mic is like so tripping. Um, before we were recording, we were talking up, we came up with a random subject of one hit wonders, um, because there was a, there was a rumor that, uh, the dude that did, uh, is it baller? Is it just, who? Uh, (laughs) right. Is it just baller? No, it's called wanna be a baller. baller. Little Troy. Uh, the rumor that he had died, but I seen the article on Facebook, and the thing was, and the, it was titled something crazy where you would you would basically auto- automatically assume he died, and then once you click the article, it was like the cousin of Little Troy died. I'm like, well, the thing is, one, and I understand like in our like day of of media and things like that, they use like catchy things like it. They, as you know, clickbait. we call it trolling. You know, to or like clickbait, clickbait, clickbait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Term. They use a lot of clickbait to uh, to get people to read articles. But I don't understand how anything, including little Troy, would be like clickbait. Like, <laughs> like I, I only clicked on the right. article because the the comment section was saying that it wasn't him; it was his cousin. So I was like curious to like, how did they word it to say that you know it was little Troy? But like, I mean, you could have. There's so many other people you could say that died that, you know, click an article versus Lil Troy, though. Like, to be that's per- not like a big name to be like, yeah, Lil Troy died. Like, yeah, okay, I remember the song, but. Yeah, like, and, and you remember it, but, like, 90% of the people reading shit are going to have no fucking clue who this dude was. Like, his hit, and and even, even calling it a hit is a stretch. Like, his one popular song was marginally popular in I mean, a time a good, where like everything two, like else was... Like two months to three days, dog. That was a good-ass song. Right. It was like... He had like a hot... I, and it's like... I can't even say like his song was like the hottest song in that time period. He just had a song that was relatively hot for a short time period where... Why you, why you won't get a little Troy his piss? Because he wasn't dog. shit, dog. Like that shit was... That song was nothing, dog. Like... That shit is not going to make any blip shit, on anybody's that, radar. That shit played for a good two, three summers, dog. No. Nah. Maybe more than that. I'm two, sure. three weeks. No, that, that, shit, was, that was a good two <laughs> no, summers, it, No, it, it hit for a little bit. But it was like, even at even in that respect, it was not, it was not really considered like 
like a timeless classic or anything like that. Like it's not timeless. It's not a classic, but it was a. It, it hit a, for it, a little bit at the time. It was. It was. Popular. And even then, at the time that it was popular, it wasn't like this is the hottest song out right now. It was like this is some shit that is out that people listen to. But it was like that shit was like marginally popular at best. It wasn't really thing. It wasn't anything really good. No one's ever gonna look at whatever year that song came out. It's like, man, that one year, let's just say for the sake of argument, it was 98. I don't know what year it was. But let's just say for the sake of argument, it was 98. But no one's going to look at 98 like, yeah, that little Troy song came out in 98. No no one's going to give a shit. Well, I don't even know. No one's going to remember. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right with that. I don't know the year it came out. It doesn't um, matter. Whatever year it was, it was way though, more shit that was popping than that. And. I always thought the singer was much better than the actual rapper, though. Like, he, reminded, he reminded me of uh old boy from um the Coolio song, the Gangsta Paradise. Oh, uh, was that one? Uh, that one dude? I don't know there? his name, but that was the singing guy. He reminded me of yeah. him, but LV or some shit LV. like that. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think that was it. <laughs> I think that's no, no, what no, it was. L, no, LV was from LV wasn't the guy from. The, Ball, I want to be a baller. No, it was from, from Gangsta Paradise. Paradise. Yeah, 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 and and the want to be a baller reminded me of the LV dude from Gangsta's Paradise. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that. Um, but yeah, it was again. It, it had a summer maybe too, but you know, it's nothing to remember. Like I say, I always wonder who the hell was the singing guy. So um, it doesn't matter. But it to that though, uh, I guess we could segue into a, a interesting, uh, maybe interesting topic, but. What are some other notable like one hit wonders of like rap do you think of? Like we we was talking and I was saying um uh young MC would bust the move. Um but I think I think you're right. I think he was probably a more notable and, and actually you are right. He was actually a much more notable than much notable one hit wonder than Wanna be a baller by Little Troy though. Yeah, if you if you were to classify Young MC as a one hit wonder, you would still put his one hit above many other one hits. Cause that shit is kind of timeless. Like that's that's that ain't going nowhere. That bust the move. That's that's going. That ain't going nowhere. That's that's around the state. And he was about the corniest looking dude ever. He, he was, I think he had he like was. the comb back hair. Like you know, did he have like the little? Um, I don't know if he had it, but he looked like the type of dude that would have like that little, that little puff ball at the back of his uh, of his know. haircut. What's that shit called? Like a tail. Yeah, the little tail, like the I little, he, the little yeah. tiny little. I can see him having that. Though. I don't know if he had it, but he looked like the type of dude that would have that shit. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't know, but he he definitely was like the. I, but that was like a crossover song. You would hear that in white bars. I think yeah. you start hearing it more. I think you would hear more in like little white random bars than you hear like any any like black bars, any establishment. You're not you're not going down to like St. Andrews and hearing Bust a Move and shit. Right. Uh, but you mentioned did you mention Skilo? I said Skilo. And and to mention Skilo is a is a disservice to Skilo because Skilo's song was a bigger hit than fucking Lil Troy shit. Oh yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. like you could like Lil Troy is he's gonna have no blip on the hip hop radar ever in history ever. Like there's no way that anybody any amount of time from now is ever gonna look look back and be like, hey, that one Lil Troy song. No, nobody's gonna remember Lil Troy ever. But I think Skilo's song, moments. yeah, and, or his family, but fucking. <laughs> That Skilo song, the what was it? The 
I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was yeah. a baller. Where that shit was, that shit had some staying power. So, like, I almost feel like I was doing a disservice to Steve I mean, by think, comparing the two. I don't know. I think you can actually call it one of those, I won't say c- classic songs, but when you think of, when you start thinking of songs in our era of, of music, that song still sticks out as one of the, like, coolest, you know, songs or whatever. And, and I don't know nothing is. Kilo did after that. I don't, know I don't even know song. if he put out an album, dog. I feel like he just put out that song and that was it. He put that song out. He he got his cake from that. and That was that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. He might have put out an album. Who knows? Nobody yeah, bought it. I don't, I don't think he did anything. Probably after not. That. Um, if I he did, nobody bought I it. I can't really think of any other. I mean, maybe since they were one hit wonders, I can't really think of many other one hit wonders. That were I, on that level. I could if I put some thought into it, but I'm already too tipsy, and I'm not even—I don't even care enough to think about it. <laughs> but I'm sure if I thought about it, I could. But who cares? Yeah. So, whoever uh, they are, they put out—they were more successful than Little Troy. That's for oh, sure. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, for sure. That nigga, he was really—he was nothing, dog. He's nothing. You think he was more? Little Troy was more nope. successful than? Nope. Damn. What was the dude to put out the? Uh, nope. Uh, Whoever it was, those nope. D's on it. Nope. You think that was more popular than, than Lil' Troy? Throw Jordan? some D's on it. That was that Rich Boy? Yeah. Yeah. No. Fuck uh, no. Nah. No. Yeah. Uh, those D's mm. is more popular. I think he had the selling power. Wait, what, of, is, what is your argument? You're saying that Throw Some D's was more popular than... No, it wasn't. Oh, you're saying it's not. I'm saying it's not. I'm, um, I'm saying it's not popular. That's popular. Mm. That was a, a one-summer, two-summer song. Maybe. And then a remix with, with Andre 2000 came out, and that that probably pushed it. But I don't know that who nigga had still, he, he back on the block. Slamming. I don't know who Matter had fact, the most stand power. Okay, I don't know who had the most stand power or whose song was on the charts the longest, but they are both equally insignificant. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I can't say it, that either one of them I mean, is more yeah, popular. Like, oh well, maybe Lil Troy or maybe Rich Boy. No, they're both. They will both never be remembered. Yeah, I'll uh, I, I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, they only be remembered when you start talking about topics like this. Other than that, it's like it's like you mentioned classic songs, and they'd be like, "What about Lil Troy?" Nah, niggas, that's that's not it. Um, I will say Lil Troy showed up on multiple summers. I don't think Rich Boy did. That throw some D's that had its time and that one time, and that was it. Yeah, he may not even left the block. I think he probably didn't make enough, so he was still like fucking up, still slanging. Yeah, so probably. he's still on the block. He yeah, might probably. even be putting in transmissions. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> like he's he's working on cars and shit. Yeah, probably. So while we were pregaming, oh, first off, so we encountered a uh, hell of a. Did we talk about this? The, the liquor we last did not. Week? We did not. All right. So last week we ended up encountering. Well, Mike did. Mike did initially. Before the podcast last week, he stopped for liquor, and he found uh, this Blackberry whiskey by Canadian Club, uh, and it is fucking awesome. Like, I know a lot of, like, whiskey enthusiasts, like, really like just plain whiskey, no flavors, all that shit, but... yeah. You gotta live a little. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta like what you like. And right, same with cigars. Drink what you drink, what you like, man. Smoke what you like, all that stuff. And right. so, I remember going to uh, whiskey tasting a couple of years ago, and they had so many different flavor ones. Some shit is just really was really strange. But I, I actually, 
remember we got salmon flavored whiskey. Right. <laughs> I what? <laughs> I remember tasting um, a blackberry. Excuse me, a blackberry whiskey, and it was pretty good. Um, I like it's this apple one. I like that's pretty good. Um, but it's like so. Anyway, it's like ten bucks. The, it's really dope. If you like flavored whiskeys, I would say give it a try. Um, I've already bought six bottles. <laughs> Dude, that is and that's not a lie. I, I have bought six bottles of this whiskey, and it was because I mean it was it was a combination of the fact that it was good and the fact that it was it was ten dollars, and it was on sale from twenty, and they were like, yeah, we're it's looking like the distributor is going out of business. They're discontinuing this uh this whiskey, so it's on sale for ten dollars until we run out. And I'm looking like y'all got like eighty bottles of this so shit. How, how, so how did they look today when you went there? How did I, what? How did they look today as far as their stat? Did you go there today? It looked, yeah. Oh, it looked did. virtually the same. Okay. Like, I, I didn't feel like, ooh, I'm glad I got the last two bottles. I just grabbed two bottles, and I, did, I felt like I didn't make any dent in the in the supply. So, I'm like, I got, the first time I went, I bought three. Yeah. I, no, I bought four. The first time I went, I bought four, and I gave my father-in-law one. So, I kept three, and... Today I bought another two, so that's five bottles that I've kept for myself, and, and I still are, feel and like fifths, and you spent fifty dollars, right? And I still feel like they got they got a, a whole bunch more. They're still only ten bucks. I might as well just like as long as I have it to spare, just go get it. Like if they have them again, no, no, I can't say I, if they have them again next week. I'll go get some more because I got a I got a little Chicago trip on deck next weekend. So uh, not next weekend, but. Uh, a few weeks from now, in March, so um, I can't say for sure I, I'll buy some more then. But like next week, I, I might go grab another. I mean, it's like another two bottles can last me however long. But it's like twenty bucks. Like man, I spent twenty bucks on some dumb shit that's not, that's not gonna last me as long as two bottles of whiskey. So but man, I will fuck say it. though, I I sat within a week and I sat and sipped and sipped and I got to like maybe a little under half a fifth and it's so easy to just sit and drink and then just keep mm-hmm. sipping and keep sipping and <laughs> yeah and i was like yeah, i need to get more yeah so if you're uh if you're local um in the city you can um you can find them I even actually to- no you can't because <laughs> don't don't worry about looking for them because <laughs> i'm trying to buy the rest of them i don't need other people coming and never mind them up and shit we, we so you, don't worry about where they at we actually we'll let you know there's somewhere in uh in mackinac yeah go somewhere to, like up up by the up 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 Earlier, while we were doing our pregame, and uh, we were, we finally, we had, I've been wanting to watch the interview of uh, Martin Shrecky. I think it's Shrecky is Screlly. Screlly? I don't I, know. Martin Screlly. Screlly. The fucking prescription the fucking prescription pharmacy dude, guy. The, dude, the pharmacy guy. Who bought the Wu Tang out? That was, guy. Who bought, yeah, that guy. And so we watching. That I think it's Screlly. Screlly. I'm gonna go with Screlly. Let's go with Screlly. Screlly. I think it's Screlly. That sounds about right. Martin Screlly. So we were watching that interview um, earlier, and he was on the Breakfast Club. And everything I've known for him has been real, I guess, asshole douche ish and whatever. So I was really curious just to hear. And I have to say that I was really, I was really, I wasn't turned off from him. 
Like he, 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 he almost made me a fan of him. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of sat in the same boat. We both watched this shit, and I'm sitting there looking like, you know what? This guy don't seem all that bad. No, like, he didn't. <laughs> he, he didn't seem bad. Um, I'm not in, you know, I, I don't follow pharmaceutical prices. I don't far, follow pill prices, uh, things of that nature. And, you know, he kind of expounded on the whole, um, um, like, raising to the, raising the, the, the AIDS pill price and all that shit. And it, and then he talked about the Wu album, but you know, he seemed like a solid guy though. Like I don't, I don't, I can't really just say, I just kind of like dislike the dude. Like I thought he was actually kind of cool. Yeah. I'm like, he seemed pretty genuine to me. Like I, I was watching it. Like he made one thing that I drew from the interview that I thought was very interesting is that Charlemagne tried to paint him in a very specific picture. Charlemagne was very insistent on, hey, you come off like a piece of shit. Explain to me how you're not a piece of shit. He and was he was set. very... He was, yeah, he was dead set on making him a piece of shit. Yeah, and he handled it very well. And he, he conducted himself well. He gave very valid and believable answers to all his questions. He explained all the criticisms against him. And he, he just came off like a real-ass dude. Like and I, A lot of the shit that he said I agreed with. Like, the way he uh, explained his situation with Ghostface. Like, Charlemagne's whole thing was like, this is Ghostface. He's Ghostface killer. He's a fucking rap legend. How you gonna disrespect him? And Martin gave, like, the realest fucking answer, which is like, he's just a regular fucking dude, and he disrespect me, so I'm, I just came back at him. And I thought that was, like, real as fuck, because I'm like, I'm not gonna... If it was me in that same situation... And some celebrity or famous rapper or whoever the fuck it is says something disrespectful to me. I'm not going to look like, well, I'm just going to sit here and take it because he's a rap legend. What the fuck does that mean? You ain't no fucking body special. Nah, like, I'm not going to give you a pass because you're a rap legend or some shit. What, what, is that, what does that really mean? Like, so you're a good rapper. What, is, what does that really mean in the scope of anything? Like anything. No, nah, nah, I, I am I going to give that. you a pass on disrespecting me because you good at rapping? Like I'm not at all. And he basically was like, you know, I fuck with Ghostface on his music shit, and I think that I think Wu's music is dope. I think his music is dope, but I felt like he was disrespectful to me, and I wasn't going to let it slide. And I'm like, that's real as fuck, because I wouldn't let it slide either. I don't care who it is. It could be somebody who I idolize. Nah, but when it, it comes down to it, just because you a celebrity, that don't mean shit. That means absolutely nothing. You could be talented at rapping or basketball or uh, whatever the fuck celebrity shit you might be good at. And that don't make you any less susceptible to getting your ass whooped than anybody else. So, like, if you say some wild shit, you could be Jay-Z or Kanye West or... Uh, Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods or whoever the fuck you might idolize as a fucking celebrity, but I'm not going to look at you like you're somehow invulnerable to getting your ass whooped or getting called out on your bullshit because you're good at golf or because you can fucking rap or whatever the fuck. And, like, that's kind of how he came off. He's like, I respect his music, but I thought that he was disrespectful, so I came at him, and I'm like, eh, that's kind of real. Yeah, that's, I fuck that, with that. That's real, that's, that's real as hell. I just, you know... Like, you know, you're saying, I don't, no one's above, you know, retaliation, you know, especially, you know, for some, like, disrespectful shit or whatever. And Wu-Tang's not above that. Anybody's not above that. So, yeah, I felt some. I I felt that, you know, uh, 
Charlemagne was. I mean, he. I mean, he. Char, I mean, Charlemagne is probably the epitome of like douchey. Like he's always like an asshole to folks. So, you know, I, I expected it, but he he really had like a he had like a disposition to. It was like his his mannerism was just like you know like he felt like he could whoop his ass or something if he said <laughs> something you know what I'm saying out of the way. He but came yeah. in with an agenda. Oh, like yeah. I I want to present this guy as a piece of shit. And I'm going to keep pressing him until he comes at me in a way that makes him look like a piece of shit. And Scrabble was just kind of just sitting there like he was answering the questions real. All his explanations was real. Like everything seemed valid. Like he didn't really like he didn't come off like an asshole to me at all throughout the whole interview. Like in his whole his congressional hearing that he had, he came off like a super piece of shit. Like a super yeah, I asshole. I didn't. I didn't see that. But one thing you have to take into take into consideration, and and we discussed this when we talked about um, making a murderer uh, briefly earlier, is that when somebody has an agenda that they want to put forth, they're going to present the facts to you that support that agenda. And with making a murderer, um, the the creators of that show wanted to present the idea that Stephen Avery was screwed over. Like, this is a guy who went to jail for 18 years for a crime he didn't commit, and now they're trying to put him in jail again for another crime he didn't commit. And they're like, okay, this is a guy who's innocent, and we're going to show you how. Mm-hmm. And they presented a, a view that was very tailored to pro Stephen Avery. And with Martin Screlly, like, a lot of the shit that we see for him is anti-Martin Screlly. Like, this is how he's a piece of shit. Right. But then when you see, when we watched him talk on a Breakfast Club, and he spoke for himself, like... He seemed like a dude who is just a intelligent dude who is kind of, like I do think he is kind of douchey like he is cocky I, I but think like he, he has that level but I mean a lot of people nothing are, about so. it was really uh unjustified like okay yeah he's being cocky but he's being cocky on some real shit in the sense of like the same way that people respect somebody like Jay-Z like he was cocky in the sense of like, hey, I grew up poor and I made my own way. Like I started my own pharmaceutical company from whatever, however the fuck he started it, whatever. And one thing that he'd said, he talked about, uh, you know, I came up from the gutter and I was poor and all this shit like that. And then like later he kind of like floated in that he went to like a, a school for rich kids. And then when he said that, I was like, I thought you said you was poor. How you go to school for rich kids? And then like Angela Yee checked him on that like. I thought you said you was poor. How you go to school for rich kids? He was like, well, it was a school for smart kids, for intelligent kids. And I, you know, passed tests or whatever to get in there. And it was like, okay, well, that makes sense. That checks out. And it's right. like, he could be lying. He could be full of shit. He, was like from he the could hood. be a complete he piece like of shit. He was like from the hood and he went to King or, 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 right. or, or Cass. Right. <laughs> it's like, you could still be from the hood and still go to a good school. I mean, shit, I mean that applies to me. Right. Like, I'm from the hood and I went to a good school. Like, it just, it just worked out for me because I test well. I'm smart dude, so I was able to get into this school because I p- fucking passed the test with flying colors. It doesn't mean that I was, like, any less... In, I grew up in a safer neighborhood or some shit like that. I grew up in the same neighborhood as the niggas that went to hood schools. So it, it don't really... It doesn't really make a difference. But he he could be lying. He could be full of shit. He could be an asshole. But watching his interview and going into it with the, with the idea that this guy is a piece of shit... He actually turned my opinion of him to like he might not be all that bad. He might just actually be yeah, I, I definitely a misunderstood that. dude. Like, and I the 
a lot of that shit kind of depends on whether or not he was telling the truth. Like when they asked him about the the markup on the AIDS pills and shit like that, and he was saying that like I think he said like sixty six percent of the people who get it get it for free. It was like if you if you need if you go to the doctor and you have HIV and you need this medication. And they're like, hey, we're prescribing you this medication. It's, and it's the shit that he marked up or whatever. And they say, okay, so let's run your insurance. And you don't have insurance. You get it for free. Which I've never and heard that, in the media. Right. And that was, I was kind of like, okay, that's highly unlikely that you get it for free. So I'm like, kind of, you could take it or leave it with his uh his whole story about the markup of the HIV shit. But his whole explanation for his dealings with Ghostface and his um dealings with buying the Wu-Tang album and all that shit. Man, I buy that shit, dog. I feel like he was being real with that. And I don't have any problem with anything he said. All that shit seemed real. I, it was believable. And I, I was listening to this shit like I would react the same way that he did. Do you, is If you were a millionaire, kind of like homeboy, you have 40, 50, 60 million. Mm-hmm. Um, is there an album that you would spend two million for? No. Yeah. I almost started to think about it. Then I was like, nope. No. Just because, like, $2 million is a lot of money. Like, if I had... I don't know. I guess it's different because, for me, $2 million is a lot of money. For him, I guess asking me that question is the equivalent of asking him, would you... No, I, I guess asking me that question is kind of like asking me, would you spend $5 on any album because because for us two million dollars is crazy but for him it might be the equivalent of like 10 bucks right you know what i'm saying so he might look at it like buying a wu-tang album for two million dollars that's the same thing as us buying a fucking red bull or some shit like they might not be so it might not be comparable would i spend two million on an album absolutely not but for him two million might be five bucks and then so if you ask me would i spend five bucks on somebody's album fuck yeah i spent five bucks on somebody's album fuck it It's, it's nothing so yeah i guess i mean who knows? Would I spend on a Wu-Tang album? No. Um, if there's anybody who I would say... No, I can't I can't even think of anybody who I would do that with. Because all my favorite artists have had enough missteps to the point where I wouldn't feel like I need to spend an extra amount of money to have exclusive rights to their album. There's nobody who I think that their hip-hop is that good that I wouldn't... Dr- that I want to drop that loot. There's a, they've all had enough missteps to where I feel like it's not worth it. Like yeah. I, I can't think of anybody. Nah. And maybe I'm cur- like and I'm a, currently thinking like yeah. maybe like an Outcast album. Maybe they did like some unreleased something and waiting on the world to get to it. They needed backing for it or some shit like that. It would have to be a long time. Like say, so the last Outcast album was Speaker Box Love Below. When did that come out? Like, uh, it's already been a minute since that came out, though. It's been a while, but um, it hasn't been long enough to where if Outkast drop an album, I'm like, I'm gonna drop. I'm Martin Squarely. I'm gonna drop the two million. Yeah, that was out in 2003. That's I was gonna guess 2003. I was wavering on 03 or 05. So like. I was thinking it was about that long. So, 03, that's a long-ass time ago. I thought 04-ish, but yeah. But that's still not long enough to where, like, if tomorrow they were like, Outkast came out with an album and I'm, I'm Martin Screlly and I got however much he's worth. 
and it's like, hey, I can buy this Outcast album for $2 million. I'm still kind of looking like, eh, do I care that much? But it's much? like you're not putting it out, though. It's like you're just buying it to, like, have that copy only or something. And just to brag about it. Like, like I would need, like, it would have to be so much time, like, almost like a whole gener- a whole different generation of music for me to be like, I need this Outcast album. I can't think of anybody anybody who I, I I would think about it with a new outcast and that's about it. There's no solo artist who I would do that with. None. Yeah, I can't think of anybody I I could I, I would do that with. Uh Maybe with some dope Stevie Live album. I don't know. I I don't I don't see I it, thought no. we were sticking hip hop. Yeah, okay. Well, if I, uh, <laughs> if, no, we, if we went outside of hip hop, I might nah. think about it, but like yeah. if, keeping no. that hip hop, I can't think of it. I can't no, think of anybody. I, I can't th- I can't think of anybody. Not at all. No, I'm, all my favorite people have had enough missteps to where I'm like, I'm not even, I'm not dropping a substantial amount of loot for me to have exclusive rights to their album. Nah, I can't think of anybody. Nope, not at all. Um, so finally watched the uh, Rihanna video today. We uh, did, and um, it was better than I thought it was. Um, I don't know what expectations I have for that. For that. The song is terrible. Um, it really is, and especially when she gets to like whining and just well, yeah, yeah. it's like you don't. She's not saying anything. Yeah, it goes from work, work, work to wah wah wah. I think the first video, like that, that first part of the video is kind of cool though. Like I just pictured uh, like clubs in Canada and shit. I used to go there like early two thousands and shit. <laughs> like the music cafe, that was like a song that would definitely play there. Or like Don Cherries or some crazy shit. So, I saw when the when the video dropped. I hadn't watched it yet. We just watched it just now, uh, right before we started recording. But when the video dropped, there was mad like controversy on Twitter from people who watched the video and was like, "Man, Rihanna's so fucking sexy, man. She's she's so thick now. She's like she's gotten thicker. She's not skinny no more." And then you got mad Twitter people who was like, on the flip side, like. Rihanna's so overrated. It's so many cats gassing her up, and she's not all that. Nah, nah, nah. And it, it turned into a uh, is Rihanna hot sexually versus is she just okay but gassed up? Like, where do you fall on the Rihanna sex appeal thing? Well, I think she has like mad sex appeal. I don't think she's like truly like sexy or attractive to me though. I think the sex appeal sells her a lot more than I think she's for the most part she's I don't I don't say average because she's not average but I think it's more more of the sex appeal you know the dancing you know the the moving I don't the celebrity the celebrity of it like yeah I don't I don't think that you know she's like super 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 sexy to me though like. I don't know. Her head throws me off. <laughs> it's like I, I, I pictured. I don't know why. Sometimes I can see her, and I pictured uh, the guy. Did you, did you remember from TurboGrafx sixteen, Bonks and Venture? No. Really? I don't know what you're talking about. It was one. Of the, it was like a video game where dude had this huge ass fucking head and like a small body. Nope. I have wow. no idea. Okay. Well, no clue. Somebody can. Look Sorry. Man. Hopefully, 
Mr. Monotone will remember that. I'm sure somebody, why, you just call this nigga old? Like, yeah, I'll say some old motherfucker. No, I think he would know it, though. <laughs> but, I, think he, I think he would know What it, is though. it again? Turbo. Turbo Graphic 16. That was a system. Where does that fit into the into the timeline of systems? Like, so that was like if you Sega, look at Atari, Sega, Sega Master System, uh, Neo Geo. See, era. I remember Neo Geo. I re- see, like, I, I don't remember that shit though. But Neo Geo was 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 more like an arcade thing, right? Um, it was, it but was it was like, around that era, like yeah. Sega. Yeah, yeah. Neo Geo, and what was it called? Turbo Master? Turbo Graphic 16. I don't remember that at all, dog. That's got, I remember Neo Geo. I don't remember that shit, though. Neo Geo is like that next level shit. Like, yeah, that it's like, I used to hear stories of people talking about, you know, people who had a Neo Geo and it had like this big ass, like, <laughs> you must be shit. rich. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. But I've never seen one um, as far as the uh, the Neo Geo thing. But TurboGrafx sixteen definitely. But the only game I knew of it was uh was Bonk's Adventure. Yeah, I have no clue. None. Damn. Yep, just you. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, uh, what was the point? Uh, I about this? Know. About this? Oh, you said she liked the character like Rihanna. Yeah, it's like a big ass head. And, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. Head yeah. was bigger than his body type shit. Yeah. I think Rihanna is like. I think it had nothing really to do with Rihanna's actual sex appeal. I think it had to do with just the idea of of confronting popular opinion because it's like a lot of people on Twitter and in general just want to be contrary to popular opinion. So if popular opinion is that Rihanna is sexy, you're going to have people coming like, oh, I don't think she's all that. Because like, niggas love to make it look like they are almost like pulling bitches better than Rihanna or better than Beyonce or better than whoever. And I, I like, and they they paint that picture by saying that that girl is not all that. Oh, Rihanna's okay. I I I've seen better bitches in the hood than that. Uh, and I, it's it's all just a a means of making yourself look like you can you can pull better women than that than that celebrity. But on the flip side, I do kind of think like I'm not gonna say Rihanna's average, but like if you strip yeah, away the fame. Yeah, yeah, it is. If, but if you strip away the fame and put her back to like a uh, Ponder replay Rihanna, mm-hmm. and then you see her in the club, are you really looking like, oh man, that's? Are you gonna look at her the same way you look at her right now? And it's like the same person, but it's the same person, but with all the makeup and styling of richness and celebrity, so it makes her look like what she looks like but it's still the same person it's still the same pond replay girl right and if you look at that girl you look you might look like eh, if i see her in the club i'm not really gonna be that impressed yeah so i feel like rihanna's kind of like eh, she's okay like she's she she has a, it's like you look at her like okay she's bad you look at the work video it's like okay she's bad but we know what she looked like before that and it's like okay, yeah, she looks great in that video, but am I really? Is she really somebody I'm gonna be checking for? Nope. Without the celebrity, like just based off the strength of what she looked like, like yeah, based off it right now, she looks like in that video, yeah. But knowing what she looks like regular, are you really gonna be checking for? Her? Minus the celebrity, probably, probably not. not. Yeah. So who knows? So we had a uh, um, listener email. 
Did we? Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, let's pull that up because it, it, it involved reading. Do, 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 Continue. You were talking. Do, do, do. Oh, no. I mean, just just the the email. Um, yeah, the email. Yeah. The email. So I got to pull it up? Uh, yeah, or wait a minute. I actually could. Never mind. I can. I mean, I'm just. No, I thought cool. you had it and you mentioned it. No, because I actually haven't even looked at it. Um, I was All right, well, I got it up, so I can just read it. So, um, we were asked by Baylor the Great to rank the XXL freshman class cover. So, at, for those who don't know, XXL is a hip-hop magazine, and every year they come out with what they call like the hip-hop freshman class. Like These are the, the up-and-coming dudes to look at. And they've been doing it for a while now. I don't know how long, but um, he asked us to rank... Uh, from strongest to weakest, their freshman class covers and the group, the group of artists that are on it. Um, I don't want to rank them in order because it's it's an, it's too many years to really deal with. But I guess I will run off. I guess the artists who are on each cover for each year dating back to two thousand eight, because that's what he he sent us a Wikipedia link, which is. Perfect. That and it has the covers too, but he's in the Wikipedia link that lists the artists who are on each cover, which helps. So, and he he gave us a list from 2008 to uh, currently 2015. So, I read off the list, and we can say who we think had the strongest year and we think had the weakest year. So let's do that. Okay, that's fair. All right. So 2008, Saigon Plies. Rich Boy, who we mentioned earlier, Gorilla Zoe, Joel Ortiz, Lupe Fiasco, Lil Boosie, Crooked Eye, Pepoose, and Young Dro. I think that's a fairly... I feel like that list ends fairly strong. Saigon, blah, Plies, trash, Rich Boy, trash, Gorilla Zoe, trash. But Joel Ortiz is dope. Lupe Fiasco is dope. Lil Boosie had... Yeah, one of the greatest hits ever, though. <laughs> Crooked Eyes, though. Papoose, eh. And then Young Dro, in between. He had his moments, but, yeah. I think that's a... F- if I could r- give that class a grade, I'd probably give it, like, a C plus. Wow. Yeah, okay, I can see that. You that Wow, you that's high? Low? Like... I don't know. Um, I thought it was... I was low, but I, I don't know. I think maybe, yeah. And that, what year was that one? Oh eight. The way I look at it is that there's nobody in that group who I would give an A. Like this is a certified great. Mm. Lupe is the closest, and I I would give Lupe a strong B. I would give Ortiz. And Crooked Eye, like a B minus C plus. And then maybe like Young Dro and Papoose, maybe like C minus. I don't know. I, I, I feel like they float around a C. Like, I, I don't really see anybody who stands out. I, I feel like a C is a, is a good grade for that, for that year. I, I don't know. What do you think? 
Uh, and this is still 2008, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't. Re- I, w- I, w- I wasn't really a huge fan of a huge friend. Huge fan of Gorilla Zo. Um, Nobody Saigon was. was cool. Papoose has always been weird to me. Like he's never really been a a dope. He's been weird to everybody. Artist or whatever. So, so two thousand nine. So if you wait, so give two thousand eight a grade. Like let's do that so we can so it, it can help us better rank the years. Like give it give it an A to F grade. I'm sitting it like a. A solid C, I think, on an A to F scale, like basically like right in the middle. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Um, I'm gonna go C. All right, it's nothing too crazy, nothing totally whack, but I give it a C. All right, so 2009, Wale, Bob, Charles Hamilton, Asher Roth, Corey Guns, Blue, Mickey Fax, Ace Hood, Currency. And Kid Cudi. Thoughts? Um, I like the a couple of those folks, Wale, Bob. Hey, hmm. my else seems like they're taking up space. I think they're less than the uh, the two thousand eight group. I feel like this is a lot of mixtape dudes, like and dudes who are like marginally popular on the underground but nobody who was ever really dope like i look at 2008 and i ranked lupe like a b and then i gave ortiz and crooked eye a fairly decent grade and then i look at 09 and i think like out of that group i'd probably give wale and kid cuddy the highest grade but i wouldn't put them i'd probably put wale as much clowning as he gets that Wale puts out the strongest caliber of music out of that group. But I feel like a, a, a larger portion of that group is irrelevant more so than the 08 group. So I feel like I'd probably give that group like a C minus. Okay. Like I can't really see anybody... If I look at 08, and I take the, I, I take Lupe, Ortiz, and Crooked Eyes the top three. I would take Wale, Kid Cudi, and I don't know who I would take third. But I think the group of three is pretty pretty much even with the 08 group. So I, I I'd say I sit I, I'd put it a C minus because I feel like the people who I wouldn't put in the th- in the top three are worse than the people who I wouldn't put in the top three in 08. So I was, I still feel like we're in that C range, like C C minus. So that was two thousand nine, right? Yeah, um, two thousand ten. So before we proceed, just to put it out there. Baylor the Great said that he got he has 2010 as the strongest and 2009 as the weakest. So 2009 we just did and I gave that a C minus. So that's you know I mean I've only did two but that's my current lowest. Um, so 2010 which we're about to do is the one he gave the best rating to. So 2010, J Cole, Pill, Nipsey Hussle, Freddie Gibbs. Big Sean, Wiz Khalifa, 
OJ the Juice Man, J Rock, Fayshawn, and Donis. Um, I think I can proceed through the rest of this list and disagree with 2010 being the best. <laughs> I, I like. Okay, obviously. Okay, so J Cole is an A. Big Sean is a a strong B. Everybody else in that list is irrelevant. Like I, I don't see anybody else in that list being important. Are you sleeping? <laughs> I was sitting here like You think I fell asleep on the list, dog? Looking at the list and I was like I, I actually skipped down to like two thousand twelve and I was like looking at two thousand ten. Don't skip. Don't 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 skip. Just stay where we at. So two thousand ten I really only see J. Cole and Big Sean as being in decent in that group. And then I feel like those two are better than everybody else out the other groups so far in 08 and 09. But I feel like the rest of the 2010 group is largely trash. Well, one for 2009, I don't know who the fuck Nicky Fax even is. Me neither. Um, but 2010... Um, I've listened to some Nipsey Hussle songs. I've never been a huge fan. Um, I feel like OJ Juice Man was like, I swear that was like further, I swear that was like earlier than 2010, but I guess not. I remember hearing his songs and was just like, not like, I don't know. Nothing, nothing I've heard from OJ Juice Man was like, yeah, he's dope. Yeah. Um, Freddie Gibbs, I've been a big fan of Freddie Gibbs. Um, probably not back then, though. Probably in the last, like, two years. Yeah, but still, we can still count that. Yeah, yeah, we count that. I will say, yeah. Now, J-Rock, have you heard much from other than, like, on, like, nope. uh, Kendrick shit? J-Rock? Nope. Okay. Fashan was pretty dope. I liked him. He did a... Uh, a remake to uh, Nas's Illmatic. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Um, Elza did one to... Uh, and I, I like Elza's a lot better, but I like uh, Fashan's uh, features a lot better on that. They both did a remake to Illmatic. Um, and I don't know who the fuck Donis is. So what, what grade would you give to the 2010 class? I'm sitting at like a... I'm going with a B. I would say I'm sitting at like a B. I'm going to B. But I feel like this can be topped. Like so this was Baylor the Great's best group. I feel like this can be t- was yeah. best group. He gave 2010 the best and gave 2009 the worst. I feel like I'm not going to agree on either count. I feel like we'll come across a year better than 2010 and a year worse than 2009. That's kind of where I'm sitting right now, but we'll proceed. So, 2011, uh, Meek Mill, Big Crit, Sahida Prince, Lil Twist, Lil Twist, Yellow Wolf, Fred the Godson, Mac Miller, YG, Lil B, Kendrick Lamar, and Diggy Simmons. Well, I think it's a fail to have Diggy Simmons on it anyway. <laughs> right. Um, I have no clue who Lil Twist is. He was on Young Money. No clue. Like a Lil Wayne type... Uh, on Lil Wayne's label, I don't think I would. I don't know, man. I like that. I like 
you know, a couple of people on this. I think, you know, as much as I don't listen to to uh, Meek Meek Mill, I think you know he was a, a probably a decent dude on the list. Big crit, I, I'm a big fan of him. So, um, but it, the Diggy Simmons is just throwing me off. Yeah, and I don't know who the fuck Fred the Godson is. So, yeah, I've heard I mean, some Sai had to print songs, but. I look at this list, I think, okay, Meek Mill has been dragged in, tw- in 2016 and 2015 for the shit with Drake, but when it really boils down to it, Meek Mill has had a pretty good career. He's put out solid music. Like, Meek Mill has been straight. Big Crit, he's Big Crit. Like, that's, he's right. solid. Sahi the Prince, he's pretty solid, too. Like, I mean, but he hasn't put out anything that, like a like, a full-length fucking album that we can judge, but... He's fairly decent. Little twist, fuck off. Yellow Wolf, I personally like. Fred the Godson, no clue who that is. Mac Miller, and eh, decent, whatever. YG, I don't know. Lil B, fuck out of here. Kendrick, Kendrick. I mean, Kendrick. Probably gonna be the strongest artist in this list. And then Diggy Simmons. So, I feel like this might be the strongest grouping so far. I feel like this grouping is probably, what do we give 2010, like a B? Yeah. I feel like this is B plus A minus range. I feel like this is stronger than 2010, this group, for me. I, I, I Meek Mill got dragged in 2015, but Meek Mill's been decent. I like Crit. I like Sahida Prince. I like Yellow Wolf. Mac Miller is moderately respectable. Kendrick is great. Like, I feel like 2011, I kind of feel like we're looking B plus, A minus range on that group. I'm not going to say A minus. I'll say B plus on 2011. Okay. I go, I go with that. All right. So, 2012, Future, Kid Inc., Danny Brown, French Montana, Macklemore, Don Tripp, Machine Gun Kelly, Hobson, Iggy Azalea, and Roscoe Dash. Hmm. I like that list, though. I stand on the complete opposite of you. I think that well, list is horrible. Well, <laughs> like, let me, okay, let me, okay. Let me, let me read it. I like. Oh, well, I'm a big fan of uh, Danny Brown. I don't get. That's the only person that I don't get why French Montana's on it because he really doesn't even rap. (laughs) So, um, I'm, 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 I don't have no opinion of of future. I do. He sucks. Iggy (laughs) Azalea's on the list. I'm not a big fan of her. Roscoe Dash. Didn't he have that one song with Wale? Yeah, and that Uh, wasn't even his song. He was featured. Yeah, I I don't I don't know about that list. I I think that dro- that list dropped to like low C, if that. For me, that's the worst I've seen so far. I'd put that list at a, at a D. That's the worst I've seen so far. Like there's like Danny Brown is the only artist in that group that I think is is decent. Macklemore, I mean, I guess you could possibly say he's decent, but like nobody else in that list I think is decent. Um. 2013 is kind of it's cut off for me, so I might have to find the actual actual picture that he sent for 2013. Um, let me see if I can find it. 
because uh, it's cut off. Okay, so 2013, um, Schoolboy Q, Trinidad James, Joey Badass, Absol, Logic, Action Bronson, Kirko Bangs, Travis Scott, Dizzy Wright, Angel Hayes. What are these people? Yeah, what you said. Um, <laughs> I like Schoolboy Q. I like Action Bronson. I heard Logic is dope. <laughs> I heard Absol and Joey Badass are dope, but I can't really fuck with them. I don't. I don't really. I can't speak on them. Um, Trinidad James is. I, I mean. To call him irrelevant would be disrespect to the word irrelevant. He's he just, worse than that. He did just win a Grammy, though. Did he? For he what? Won, for uh, the Bruno Mars song. What? That, uh... The Uptown Funk? Yeah. He wrote on that song. No shit. Get the fuck out of here. Part, it's a part in that song that's like a direct, like, verse from uh, one of, uh... Uh, Trinidad James songs. One of Trinidad James songs? Like, he has more than one? Well, like, the, the, the song that you know of. of. The uh, Gold All of My Watch. That shit? The yeah. whatever? It, okay. There's a, a part of the song, and I can't think of what the actual part is of that uh, Bruno Mars song. But yeah, he wrote it. He won the, won the Grammy for that shit. Every time I hear that Uptown Funk song, I want to go, nigga, 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 nigga. What, what is the, what's the part before? Maybe it's the part before that. Cause there's a part in that song that makes you want to go nigga nigga. Oh, the, it's the don't believe me just watch. Yeah, that shit. That's that's it. Yeah, that's, don't that's believe the, me just watch. Yeah, that's, yeah, that. that's it. Fuck out of here. Fuck Trinidad James. He trash. So um, so the 2013 group. I just really, I like Action Bronson. I like Schoolboy Q, but that's really all I can really fuck with. I thought like this is another mediocre grouping. Like, I give it, like, a C. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not up on them, but I give it, like, a C. Yeah, i do that. Yeah, because, I mean, I like artists on there, but, you know, I like Absol. I like Logic. Uh, I like Action Bronson. Um, I'm not too sure about, I don't know who the fuck Kirk Cobain is. And he I, has a song with somebody. And then Travis Scott, I think I hear a song on the radio, but I don't I don't even know who the fuck he is. I heard that Travis Scott is supposed to be good and then I heard something from him and I thought this is just a, a symptom of people saying that whack niggas is good. So uh uh-huh. two thousand fourteen. Chance the rapper, Rich Homie Quan, Isaiah Rashad, Ty Dolla Sign, Lil Dirt, Kevin Gates, Troy Av, Vic Mensa, Lil Bibby. What? Who? John Connor, Jaron Benton, who? And August Alcina. Okay, I take back what I said about the future group. This is the worst group. Chance the Rapper, I like. There is a strong number of people in this group who are whack as fuck. Like, really bad. Rich Homie yeah. Quan is, like, one of the worst ever. Have you seen the video of uh, Rich Homie Quan doing? He, he I rapping. posted on Facebook. Whatever that video is, I posted on whatever you about to say. I posted on he's Facebook. Rapping over uh, Tupac. Yeah, yeah. Tupac had the look of like death on him. Mm-hmm. Understandable because <laughs> he's horrible. <laughs> Isaiah Rashad. I don't know who that is. Tyler Dolla Sign. He's done nothing. 
He put out one mediocre song that was a moderate hit and he'll never be remembered. Lil Dirt, who is that? Kevin Gates, that's that dumb, ignorant nigga that everybody thinks is smart because he says dumb shit smartly. Troy Ave, irrelevant. Vic Mensa, I only know him from popping up on Kanye's song. Lil Bibby, who? John Connor, uh, he was on Dre's album and he was okay. Yeah, Jaron like Benson, who? And August Alcina, trash. So, like, th- there's there's nobody who's good. Like, Chance the Rapper is the best on this group, and he's just moderately okay. He's decent. Whereas the future group, at least we had Danny Brown. Which I don't even hear much from Danny Brown lately. True. At all. But that's 2012. Yeah, so. I, so, I mean, at least we have Danny Brown on that list. At least, I mean, even Macklemore is moderately respectable. There's, like, nobody on the 2014 list who is... I can't see by that list who's even halfway decent. Yeah, I, I I keep scrolling, looking at the pictures and stuff, and yeah, eh. eh. And then 2015, Fetty Wap, Dej Loaf, Rory, Kid Kid, OG Mako, Shy Glizzy, K Camp. Vince Staples, Tink, and Gold Link. That's just as bad I, I as 2014. The, uh, OJ so. Mako, whatever the fuck his name is. I think he do that in love with a Coco song. Yeah, that's him. Yep. Other uh, that, yeah. And again, there's nobody in that group who is even respectable. Like who I would say I'll give that artist a B, or oh that that person's dope. Uh, no, there's nobody in that list who I think is decent. So I think 2004. I think 2014 is probably the worst one. Just for, just from having Rich Homie Quan in the list, 2014 is automatically the worst. And then my best vote goes to um, 2011. They had Meek Mill, Big Crit, Yellow Wolf, and Kendrick in it, and Mac Miller. I think that's it. I, actually. I don't even think that's called. I think that's easily the best one. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue with that one. I I I would agree with that. I would agree with that. What the fuck, my list go to? I want to know how Baylor the Great put 10, 2010 as his best one when J Cole is really. I mean, like, okay, maybe you could put Big Sean or something, or maybe Freddie Gibbs, but like, I don't I don't know, man. I don't see it with 2010. I wouldn't even put. No, I, I would, I would consider putting 2010 second, but that's the best I gotta do with 2010. 2011 has the best group to me. If you take, if you take Diggy Simmons and Lil Twist out the 2011 group, okay, maybe Lil B too. Then there's really nobody whacking it. But with 2010, you could take out a half, a large chunk of these niggas in. And have a wet group. But even then, the remainders don't mess with the 2011 remainders. J. Cole is the best out that group. And I I don't think anybody else out that group is fucking with the 2011 group. No, I think 2011 had a solid, a solid, a solid group, though. So, I wouldn't be messing with that group at all. 
All right, so uh, what else do you have? Mm. We talked about the Rihanna video, right? We did. Um, I was going to talk about, uh, and I'll probably save it, because I realized, I shouldn't even say save it, because I probably won't mention it anymore, but I remember a couple of days ago, I read an article about, uh, well, I skimmed through an article about uh, Yankees, uh, the Yankee staff was telling kind of their players to... Uh, to be more like Russell Wilson versus Cam Newton. Yeah, so what was that about? Well, it was actually it seemed almost like clickbait it clickbait ish. Because when I clicked the article it was it was more so of, you know, basically taking, you know, defeat in stride. I guess when, you know, the one year that uh um Seahawks they lost and so forth and uh, they were interviewing um Russell Wilson and so forth. And I I guess because he was a quiet Negro, it was like, (laughs) you shouldn't take, I guess from what they were saying, you know, those, those incidents shouldn't break you like they did. Although I don't think Cam did anything wrong though. So it was, when I read the article was more so like that, you know, most more so of players, you know, having a more, I don't know, forgiving, like reaction, like I don't, yeah. So I don't know though. I think you know you can't gauge. You know when Cam was at like Cam is still like the height of his career. It's like you know if you don't take like defeat well, are, are you supposed to? Are you supposed to take defeat well though? Like, <sighs> like I don't get it. Like I mean, how are you supposed to take defeat though? I think the way they look at it is like if you if you just lost a game and you go in front of the media and you're just like, Oh, it's fucked up, it's bullshit, I'm mad they're gonna look at it like, Well, especially if you're Cam Newton, they're gonna look at it like, Well, you're responding childishly whereas you look at a guy like the you know, the typical saviors of the NFL like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady who We'll lose and then go like, oh, well, we didn't bring our A games. You know, they give the generic answer. We didn't bring our A games tonight. The other team played better. and Like, they give that mature, uh, you know, we we just didn't bring our A game. The other team did kind of response. And if you're Cam Newton and you get up there and you have a hissy fit. Well, no, or if you get up there and Cam Newton and you just say, like, I don't fuck with this. this I'm mad. Then they look at it like you had a hissy fit. Yeah, I don't get that either. I feel, I feel like, you know, if you if he... They should, I don't think they should hold 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 I guess l- losers <laughs> to like you know that that big of a you know he lost I mean why is the conversations about him conversation would probably be about you know who won and all that good stuff so I don't know I I I didn't think you know he should have I don't think he should do anything different you know fuck that shit I think the point is to make sure that you can find a way to drag him down. If you can poke and prod at him enough to where he breaks and he says something like, I'm pissed, or he, well, he gets up and walks off, then you can say, this guy doesn't have the maturity of a Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, and he's this, this, and that, and it gives you a reason to slander him. But Manning, the show, that he walked out on a, a, a Super Bowl, you know. Doesn't matter. They're going to look at it like they're going to give it a pass. They, they, that's going to be largely overlooked. That they so want a reason though. to look at the black guy and go, oh, he didn't, uh, he didn't. He didn't show any kind of maturity, and he was this and that. They're looking for a reason to criticize him. 
So if you press him and you press him and you poke him, and then he responds, you know, uh, combatively, then they're gonna be like, okay, well, he doesn't have the maturity of a. Probably should have took some notes from Martin. Whoever. Shireki. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that dude did a hell of an interview. He really like, he did. He was ready for everything. That's pretty impressive. Like, he's probably gonna like win his suit or whatever he got going on. Like you know, in if he can stop looking like a dick in court, he can. But yeah, I guess it's hard when you worth forty five million. It's like, how do you? I guess you. you hey, like, according to him, he's worth more than that. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sean Ray was like, yeah, you worth forty more million. He's like, yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's more than that. <laughs> but I guess we get to that point of money. It's like. You know you can kind of buy your way out of shit, right? I just need like I don't need that much. Give me ten grand, right? <laughs> figure some shit. Forty five million. Give me like ten thousand. Two thousand. Ten thousand. Shit. I make it work. So, um, but I think that's that was like only thing that I really had um this week. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I'm I'm good. You falling asleep and shit. Like, and I I need to get home. These, yeah, I was this, like, this yeah, winter storm is like, hitting. I don't know. I was like crazy tired today. Um, I stayed up crazy tired, tired every day. Yeah, every me. Day. I mean, I'm crazy tired every day. Um, waiting on fucking Direct TV to come in, and it was like it was like they had like a twelve to four like time. So I'm like, you know, I'm at twelve. I'm you know sitting around waiting. One o'clock come. I'm chilling. Two. I was mm-hmm. sucking, get on the couch. I put the I recline that bitch. I'm out. I fall asleep. Then it was like three fifty. These motherfuckers show up, <sighs> and he like pushing up fucking tiles in the fucking basement, uh, ceiling, trying to do shit. I'm like, dog, you should have been here at like twelve o'clock. <laughs> pissed off, but yeah. So all is well though. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't have anything else. Um, but as always, you know, you always hit about all the. I'm, I'm gonna stop repeating that shit because I feel like you know no one listens. Um, <laughs> I do like just long. You gotta like, do it though. It, it's like if we don't do it, the, it, it'll be that one time where somebody listening are like, "How do I contact this podcast?" Right? Uh, so, why don't they say their contact information? So our co- <laughs> so our email is webzopodcast at gmail. <laughs> you can listen to any other other eighty one podcasts. You can find it. Our our Twitter <laughs> is uh what up the podcast or at what up the podcast. Our Facebook is what up the podcast and. Our individual podcast for those who actually it is a um a few people who actually just I really wish that, you know, people would respond to questions with the to the what up the podcast versus our like individual po- individual <laughs> Twitter uh, accounts. Can we get I wish I'm thankful to get questions, but sometimes I don't know what the fuck they be talking about. I feel like if they just tweet the what up the page, I would like, <laughs> I would like no, like, okay, that's it. But if not, you could, you know, tweet us at my Twitter is Blame Otis, and I'm Michael underscore Aaron. You can tweet me. I don't care. I don't care, but sometimes my message like, is dry you know, as fuck. So go ahead. Yeah, I don't really get tweets that much. I don't know what I'll take. What, what you a goddamn lie? <laughs> get the fuck out of here! Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get tweets that much. You a goddamn lie? I don't lie. know what Twitter is. What this is nigga a, is the fucking is, crystal of Twitter. What is, <laughs> what is, what, what is a tw- oh oh? I, you know, I take that as an insult. Actually, yeah, I was gonna say that could be kind of yeah, mean. I don't. I don't really. Uh, He's the man. Crystal. I still don't get how you still watch the read. I mean, listen to the read. Do you still I don't. Listen? I haven't listened to the read in months. I've actually kind of considered. Uh, unsubscribing and deleting the podcast I got because I can't really tolerate it anymore. I haven't listened to the... Re- but more on that next week. Right. No, exactly. I, I don't... Like, I'm I'm fed up with Crystal. 
fed up. I think we need a we need a we need a, a good ten minutes of the next episode for you to tell us why you're fed. I'm gonna up. need more than ten. But I got I, I, I sent Mr. Monotone my, my series of tweets that I had about Crystal the other day. And um actually it was the, it was like a week ago. Bobby Schmurder had. It was a week ago. And um yeah, I just, I, I, just, I just did the. Dance, he did. So he did something. I don't know what like that was. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't the Bobby Smurder shit. It was something though. It was, it was like the, it's like one thirty dance. It looked like, like he had like two salt shakers in each hand, and he was <laughs> pouring the salt on his head. I, I don't know what it was. It was weird. <laughs> but um, I'm a uh yeah. I'll, I'll take the time out next week to talk about my issues with Crystal and the Reed. Like, but. Spoiler alert, I feel like I'm not going to fuck with that no more. Like, I feel like I'm going to unsubscribe from both. And it's it's begrudgingly because the read is what prompted a whole bunch of podcasts, not just us. Like, but it gave everybody the the inspiration to think like, hey, I can do a podcast too. And people can, might care about what I have to say and this and that. But I can't really, Crystal just irks my nerves to the fullest. And it kind of actually plays onto a, another point that I wanted to make about um, women in podcasting that I want to talk about. Yeah, Woo! yeah, it, it's crazy. Shit. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to uh, next week already. Yeah, stay tuned for that next week because I got some thoughts. So, um, yeah. Well, at least you said you, at least you said women are not females. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to get crucified like a witch in Salem, nigga. I'm like, I'm just. <laughs> I'm trying to live out here. <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, we'll we will definitely have rants on deck next week. And uh, if you have any questions, definitely hit our our all of our uh, ways of contact. I guess. Yeah, all those shits. All those shits. So anyway, <laughs> we until <laughs> next week. Peace. Peace.